The Torah content from now through Pesach has been sponsored by the Kofsky family in loving memory of Adira, who loved big ideas and asking big questions. Okay, so this is Tehillim 28. Not that we have to have any like rigid plans here, but the way I envision things is uh, wrapping this up today and starting something else next week. But at most, I kind of don't really want to, at most, I'd be willing to go one more one more day after after this. Okay, we'll see what go, where it goes. What I'm bringing to the table is not one approach, but two half approaches. Okay, we have an approach that Ken and Johnny and I worked out on Yom Tov, uh, but it's a half approach. Okay, we, we can bring it together. And then there's Radak, which probably is a full approach, but I've only thought about half of it. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I will we'll review and then we'll see where, where it goes. And, you know, it's possible we'll find out that they're the same approach, but I, I don't think so. Um, okay, so let's uh, let's go here. And actually, I'm just going to make this bigger since uh, I gave you translations. Okay, the David, a psalm of David or by David. Elecha Hashem Ekra, to you Hashem I call, Suri, my rock, or my power, uh, strength, quarry, according to Rabbi Zimmer. Al Techarash, do not be silent or do not be deaf, me many, to me. Pen Techashem, me many, lest you be silent or deaf to me. Vinim Shalti im Yorde Bor, and I become uh, likened to those who descend to the pit. Uh, I think Arsko, I don't have Arsko here. I think Arsko said to the grave. Okay, so um, plain shot of pit is the grave. Shema Kol Takanunai, listen to the voice of my supplication. Bishavi Elecha, when I call out to you, when I cry out to you. Benasi Yadai El Devir Kachacha, when I raise my hands to your holy sanctuary. All Tim Shafini im Rashaim, do not. Let me be drawn with Rashaim or drawn in with Rashaim, in Poleavin, and with doers of iniquity. Dovre Shalom Imreim, those who speak truth with their, oh, sorry, those who speak peace with their friends, Vara Bilvavan, but there's evil in their heart. Tenlahem Kafalam, give them in accordance with their actions, Ukuroma Alalehem, and in accordance with the evil of their ways, Kamasi Yadehem, Tenlahem, give them according to the acts, uh, you know, the acts of their hands. Hashiv Gumulam Lahem, pay back retribution to them. For they do not contemplate the works of Hashem or the actions of Hashem, nor his handiwork. Let them be destroyed. May they be destroyed and not rebuilt. Blessed is Hashem, for he has heard the voice of my supplication. Hashem Uzi Umagini. Hashem is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him. The Nezarti, and I was helped. Vialos Libi, and my heart uh, rejoiced. Umishiri Ahodeno, and I will um, thank him with my song. Hashem owes Lamo. Hashem is a strength to them. Uma owes Yeshua's Mishichahu, and he is a, uh, a strength to the of salvations to his Mashiach, that's David. Hoshia Esamecha Uvarech Esnachalasecha, save your people and bless your uh, inheritance. Ura'im Venasa'im Adha Olam. Shepherd them and exalt them forever. Yeah, okay. So uh, we, I think, are set on the fact that the pivot is clearly in the middle at six because in the first half he is davening to Hashem and in the second half is after the davening, after the, the tefillah is, uh, has been responded to and he's thanking Hashem. Okay, so that's, that part is clear. We raised a bunch of questions. Okay, so we'll just quickly go through the questions and we'll have more if there are more. Pasagalath. Okay, what is he saying in the second half um, of this whole don't be deaf to me lest you be deaf and I'd be compared to the those who descend to the pit. Uh, also, what is uh, the idea of tzur? What's the, you know, basically what's the whole thing? Okay, and what's the whole relationship between the two halves? 
that's the most, I think, vague possible out of all of them. Okay. Two, what is the flow from Aleph and Bayes to Gimel through Hay? So if you look at Aleph, let's just look at it in the English here. So one and two, he's saying to listen to his voice. And then in three, four, five, he's saying like, he's not talking about tefillah anymore. He's saying, don't let me be drawn in by the Rashaim. So like, what, which one is it? Or like, it can be both, but like, what is the, what is the flow here? You know? Um, yeah. Uh, Bayes, why? Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is, ends up being one of the questions you asked, but in what position is David asking this? Like, is he in the midst of being drawn to the Okay, yeah. He's like trying to stop it further? Or? Okay, so we we uh, we didn't ask this as a question. We touched on it when, um, okay, I, this might be an indirect answer. Okay, but uh, I think it's shot, so I'm going to say it now. So uh, we noted that for some reason, if you look at the Redoc on Pusuk 5, oh, sorry, Pusuk 6, um, the Redoc says, Baruch Hashem Kishama Kol Takanunai, Derech Nevua. This is by Derech Nevua. Okay. Vanasan Hodala Kel Shishama Tvilaso. And he is giving thanks to God that he heard his Tvila. So our question was, why does he have to say that he's saying this through Nevua that his Tvila is answered? Like, like maybe David is writing this down and recording like the Tvila that he said, and then he's recording what he said afterwards. You know? Like, in other words, yeah, the two halves, right? Like, like Radak wants, seemingly wants to make it that all of this is going on in the present. And therefore, he's forced to say that the second half is Navua, because who knows if your tefillah is going to be answered, you know, for Navua, or if you have Navua. So, but we just said, no, like, it's totally fine that David said this tefillah at one point, And these are the things that he was saying at the time. And then afterwards, he gave thanks to God, and then he wrote it all down. So... Like it does. So, so the way we were taking it is that he one through five, he is asking in the heat of the Tara because it seems like that from the words. And, uh, and we also didn't, you know, I don't know. We didn't see the need to like um, make all of this in the same time period, but this first, I guess, because we were contrasting like present in the first half and then retrospective in the, in the, in the second half. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we asked about this, but it seems very specifically here, like a supplication of Tina. Yeah. Not just Talking to Nai. So why is it? Okay, that's a good question. Yeah. All right. So um, let's put that. So it's like, yeah, 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 oh, three times. Oh, we got it. Uh, maybe just two. Because we, we just saw two last time. Which was just two. Yeah, where is it though? Uh, Base, thank you. Yeah, Kol Talk and I and then Kishama Kol Talk and I. Oh, we did highlight it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's just ask that. Um, hold on, just a second here. I'll just add it at the end. Uh, no, I'll put it at the beginning. Okay, um, what yeah, so, um, in what sense is this Tachanunin? as opposed to some other mode of asking. Yeah, David? Yeah. Um, you were saying that the second half is a, that's like post this? That's what it seems like, yeah. Okay, and you're not learning this just like, oh, maybe even in the moment, and then in some sort of like, oda'a form of this tachanunim or whatever it would be? Yeah, because he he does say, shama kol tachanunai, and in the first place, it's, as a tzivoy, shama so the first one, he's asking God to listen to his supplication. Here he's saying, uh, I thank, I bless God because he listened to my supplication. And then one of the past things that he's asked for? I mean, it's the same Lashon, right? So 
So <laughs> presumably it's on the stuff in the first half. Okay. Yeah, I think that's I, I think that's that's uh, that's shot. Uh, okay. Um, because then we had uh, yeah in yeah Orn. Do we need a do we need a like hypothesize that that it was two separate time periods? Why can't he just be saying like? Please listen, and then God has listened to me. Like you can always say, God listens to my prayer. God, because God, God is always listening. You know, He's never not listening. It That's doesn't, true. Doesn't so, answer my prayer. You know, it just says listen. Right. So I know people say that. Um, I mean, sorry, <laughs> of course, God is always listening. But <laughs> um, no, but uh, the my understanding of what it means for God to listen to Tefillah is to answer Tefillah. You know, so I, I think the muscle that we're looking for is like God always knows what you're saying, right? But the um, like, for example, if you look at um, uh, yeah, see, if you look, okay, well, I, this doesn't really prove it, but if you look at the Targum, Kishama Kol Takanunai, he says, "All right, Kabel Kolzlosi, he accepted my tefillah." You know, uh, and I, I gave a whole sheer. Let's see if I can find it with this dumb Bing. Um, uh, what would it even be called? This one I might not know. Let's see. Answer. Oh, how Tefillah is answered, maybe. How Tefillah is answered. No. Um, answer Tefillah. Oh, this search engine. Answering Tefillah. Oh, there's a PowerPoint. You need to share the screen, by the way. Oh, I'm not sharing. Oh, I, I, okay. Thanks. I didn't realize I wasn't sharing the screen when I was looking at the Radaki there. Um, okay. I'm just going to uh, see if this is what I'm looking for. I, there's a source sheet somewhere. I'll share the screen. Um, if this isn't it, then I'm just going to summarize it. Oops. No, I didn't mean to hide me in controls. I meant to stop share and then reshare. Okay. Uh, how Shem answers Tefila. Uh, let's see. Hold on just one second. Oh, this is the whole jury duty thing. Uh, you just what? I just got a jury duty email. Oh, oh man. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, I don't want to give subtitles a try. Oh, yeah. Uh, hold on just a second here. Just the one. Very black and white for you. Uh, yeah. So in different classes, I did different um, different things, and for this class, then I uh, I did black and white. Yeah, I had a system. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. I, I, I'm not finding it. Um, yeah. So the answer to your question, Oren, though, is um, I think that when we talk about God hearing tefillah, we really mean responding to tefillah. Um, and I think in this one, it's even clearer because he's saying. Um, do not be deaf to me because if you're deaf to me, which would be the opposite of hearing, then I will descend to the pit. So it sounds like hearing me is synonymous with answering me and saving from the pit. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's shot. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm open to other theories, but, um, uh, and also like it is, he is thanking God. Right. And I've never seen, this is not a proof, but I've never seen anyone thank God for listening you know, like separate from doing the, uh, from like fulfilling the, uh, the Pukasha. Yeah. I, I don't know. Okay. So, uh, we are now at, um, puzzle, uh, question five and Pesukim Gimel through, Hey, who are these Rashaim? Right. So it's a very specific description of Rashaim that they are, well, parts of it are, 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 are uh, what do you call it? Specific. Pole Aven sounds like a general description, but Dovre Shalom Imriyehem. 
They speak peace with their friends, and there's evil in their hearts. So it sounds like this is duplicitous Rashaim. So the question is, is this like a quality? Is he talking about all Rashaim and then this is the only quality that he's highlighting? Or is it talking about specifically like, like manipulative duplicitous Rashaim that he's uh, asking to be guarded against? Uh, oh, speaking of which, in Puzzle what is he asking for? When he says, don't let me be drawn with them. So we first thought it meant, don't let me be influenced by them and to become like them. Okay. Um, but then the more we read the parak, the more we thought it means, don't let me be taken into their net or their trap. Because we say, he says later on that um, uh, Hashem is my strength and my shield. And he, he saved me. So shield and strength don't sound like protection against getting bad meadows. That sounds more like protection against harm, you know? Um, and also it sounds like he's worried about dying, right? So like, and we said he's a king. And when you're a king and when you're in politics, people are always trying to like trick you and manipulate you. And you never know when someone's going to backstab you or betray you. Um, so, yeah. I don't know if I agree with one part of that. Yeah. Because I think that getting bad meadows and falling into like the bad there is a harm oh it's definitely a harm but i'm saying it's not a harm that uh that you say i need a shield for i don't think i think the muscle of shield is like against an attack you know or maoz is like a fortress like i don't know i don't want to like push a direction but like unless you can't like stop yourself for some reason right you you could use these machines for otherwise i i I, you know i'm not saying this as a what he calls a um an absolute thing i'm just saying we were inclined that way um okay uh same thing with bitachon when is bitachon uh uh you know uh relevant is when you're insecure from threats you know you don't say like like hashem i am uh you know I, i i i am being tempted to like you know, uh, uh, cheat on my jury duty, you know, <laughs> please, I'm going to trust in you that I won't like, it's just, it's just a weird, you know, trusting Hashem has to do with like protection from, from harm. So that I I'm, I'm sold on that. If you want to argue the otherwise I, I I'm open to it, but I, I'm sold on, on the protection tomorrow. Okay. Um, for external threats. All right. Then, uh, Pasuk Dalid, what is up with that repetition four times? He says, give them what they deserve. Okay. Uh, okay. Easy there. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Then, um, and I think it's a fair question. One instance of repetition, we see a lot in Tehillim. Four, that's like excess, you know? Okay. Pasuk eight. Oh, sorry. Uh, question eight, Pasuk five. What is the key doing? Oh, so this I, I sent last time is the... Um, the uh is linchpin the thing what does linchpin mean i feel like people say that but i don't know it's exactly the thing that everything is is like hanging okay yeah fine all right so let's go with that okay so i think i sense that this is kind of a, a linchpin here that if you're asking Hashem why he should destroy these people these duplicitous people what would you say well because they are harming they're going to harm people they're going to cause evil or they're like anti-truth but what does he say uh, uh, they don't contemplate god's works i mean they didn't learn after right like why did you just learn they didn't learn after you know so it's just a weird so what's the key like and, and furthermore how like is he giving god a reason to destroy them or is he saying that this is why they do what they do? Like, excuse me, is the implication here that if, okay, what would, what would the 
let's say let's say they did contemplate God's uh, actions. So what would you say? What would that mean? Would that mean that God shouldn't destroy them? Would that mean that they wouldn't even engage in these duplicitous uh, evil actions? Like what's what's the cause and effect here? Okay. Uh, nine in puzzle five. What is why does David ask that the Rishon be destroyed and not rebuilt? Uh, shouldn't he ask for them to be rehabilitated, as we see from the way that Hashem usually operates? We see this in the Elah and Yechezkel. God doesn't want to destroy the Russia, he just wants to rehabilitate him, uh, wants to do tshuva and live. So, what do we make of that? Again, that's not the most powerful question because you know we do ask for God to destroy the Rishayim. Uh, you know, in God's framework, he wants them to be rehabilitated, but you're entitled to ask for Rishayim to be destroyed. Uh, Puzzle seven, what is the flow or cause and effect relationship between what David did and what Hashem did for him? That's what do we say? Puzzle seven. Yeah, he's saying, um, uh, my heart, uh, Hashem was my strength and my shield. I trusted in him and he helped me and my heart will rejoice and I will thank him from my, uh, my song. So there's some things Hashem is doing, some things David is doing in response. Pasuk uh, seven through eight, what is the idea in these shvachos that he's saying about God? And then Pasuk 12, um, <laughs> we're not going to go with Alter's theory that the last three, few Pesukim were, were, uh, were, were thrown in there as stock phrases about the nation. <laughs> you know, uh, he said, it doesn't fit, it must be stock phrases. So the question is, why, why is David now suddenly talking about the nation if everyone, um, everything seemed to be about, yeah, <laughs> stock phrases. That's, that's the thing he used. Like, like, you know, you just pull out like, um, you know, like a uh, uh, greeting card, like, uh, you know, like there's like like several like standard greetings, there's several standard like to him things. Um and then, uh, hold on, what was that last one? Oh, that was the last one. Oh, and then we had uh, just, this is not questions, but just noting, uh, there were a lot of parallelisms here. Uh, what we said, Shema Kol Tafnunai, Ki Shema Kol Tafnunai. Uh, there's talk of hands. Do, what is David doing? He's lifting his hands in tefillah. What are the Rashaim doing? They're having Ma'asei uh, Adem are for evil. And what is Hashem doing? is he's having handiwork that they're not looking at. Okay, right? So there's talk about hands. David, there's an Hashem's. And then there's Po'alim. There's, David does not want to be with Po'alim and give them in accordance with their Po'alim. And why? Because they don't look at Po'alim. Um, then there's, uh, this last part is more like puns or like common sounding, like, I don't know. Uh, alliterations and yeah, Uzi Nezarti Yaalozi Oz Maos, a lot of like Oz's and Oms and Oms, you know. So it's uh, that, that I don't think there's, there's an idea there, but just to, to note this. And then I found another one that we didn't spot last time is Lathe. Okay, he says, um, I think there's three of them. Zion has one, yep. So, two, three words later, yeah. Uh, yeah, here. Um, right. So, so my heart trusted in you, in him, and my heart rejoiced. Maybe there's not three. Oh, yeah. Bilvavam. And the Rashaim. So, in other words, what is in the Rashaim's heart is Ra, in David's heart is Bitachon. And as a result, you get Simcha, uh, and they don't, you know. So, so I, I, you know, whenever you see, you know, um, parallelisms like this, like, it's not an idea. It's just drawing your attention to the fact that David is trying to get you to compare these things. So in this case, it's comparing himself with Rishayim, you know, um, which I guess kind of is a, a check mark in the column of don't let me become like the Rishayim. And he's like expressing what the differences are. But I think you could say it in the other way also. Okay. So let, uh, yeah. Well, I have another question. Sure. Um, 
I guess according to sort of the way that I feel like I've understood Tafnunim yeah. until now, like this is weird because I think Tafnunim are normally like a request for Midas Rachmin. Right. And this, he seems to be asking for Midas Rachmin for himself. Like he doesn't ask based on any of his own merits. But right. He's definitely asking for Midas that din towards those <laughs> other people. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So um, I will, uh, first of all, just reinforce what you're saying. I think it's always good if there is a go-to source, then you should go to it. Uh, that if you ever need the, the best definition of Tafnunim, uh, it is in, appropriately enough, the Parsha that is named after Tafnunim, that's not the Parsha, I meant to say Bakuru Parsha, Va'es Hanan, right? And it's the first Pasuk and the first Rashi. Va'es, that's the Malvin. Uh, Oh, uh, fun fact, Alatora feature. Commercial break, okay? <laughs> this learning has been brought to you by Alatora. Um, so I was learning with Levi, uh, and we were both using Alatora, and I was telling him what menu, uh, like where to go, uh, where to find a certain of the Mavarshim, you know? And I said, it's like, we were doing Mon Hemitsos. I said, it's under Makbilos Benikra. And he said, no, it's not. He said, it's somewhere else. And then I was like, wait, 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 read to me your list, you know? And like in his list, Shadal comes like right after Ramban, you know, and I'm like, what's going on? You know, so I emailed uh, Rabbi Noveski. Oh, and not only that, my list, and this is, I don't know when they did this. They did this earlier this year. The Mepharshim are in chronological order. Mm-hmm. I remember that they came in. Yeah, I was so excited about that. And that's why I was so disappointed that Levy's was not in chronological order. So <laughs> I asked Rabbi Noveski. He said that, you know, in the Mikros Godolos mode, which I never use because it's just too much text flying around. Um, you can choose, you can customize which uh, Mepharshim you want to show up in your Mikros Godolos, mm-hmm. right? So he said that that depending on, so I've checked off all of them, right? Because I want, uh, I don't use Mikros Godolos. And he said that what it'll do is the ones that you've checked off in the Mikros Godolos, it'll put first on the menu because uh-huh. it assumes that those are the ones you're most interested in. You know, so let's say I, I let's say I only learned Rashi and Ramban, and I only check those. So then they'll appear at the top because it'll make it easier to access. Smooth features, yeah. <laughs> really good for sponsorship. Yeah, yeah. I, should. I, I think though that like if anything, we should sponsor them because I don't know. <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of like donations going around. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, the Rashi says by uh, and this is from Sifre. In chinun matnas chinam. Okay, that um, chinun. Uh, in every place only means a, a, a free gift, an undeserved gift. Even though tzadikim could rely on their good actions, meaning they know that God will reward them, they only ask for a free gift from God. Okay, so I think this actually answers your question. So Isaiah's question was, Tachnunim seems to be a Midas Harachimim thing, and this Rashi seems to agree. Um, so yet it sounds like David is asking for Midas Adin. Anyone have an answer? I mean, towards, I mean, I'm not sure if it's coming from this, but yeah. towards David, it's Midas Rachmin. Right. And, and really he's showing that, yeah, I kind of Okay, so I, I, think, I think that's it, which is that what makes it Tafanunim is whether you are framing it in terms of your own merit or framing it in terms of Chas Hashem, right? But what you ask for could be destruction of your enemies, you know? Like it could be it could be Midas Adin. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm saying that not based on universal knowledge. I'm saying that just based on your question right. and this particular answer and like the evidence here. So that's like a theory that would have to be developed. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good observation, though. 
And so this also answers our question about like um, why he's uh, doing talk because as you pointed out, he doesn't really explicitly state his merit here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So our questions are as follows. Okay. We have all those particular questions, but then our major questions are the usual Adler questions. What is the main idea of the parrot? Okay. Um, and what of it? Those are the two we usually try to answer first. And then uh, how do we account for the pivot? So let's just start there. And if you have answers to particular questions, I'm open to that also. I mean, I think the main idea maybe is that Hashem does answer Tachanunim. And maybe also that there's a like a proper response to this. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I think maybe the second half is talking about. But I think the first half is just he had a certain like quandary. Yeah. Not a quarry, a quandary. <laughs> he, he turned to Hashem to get rid of it. Yeah. And Hashem entered his his trina. Yeah. Okay, that's definitely the. Um, I, I think that that's definitely going to be a uh, an, uh, a takeaway, a nafkamina from this. Uh, I feel like though that that does not account for the. I feel like what he's asking for does seem to be kind of central to the parak. You know, uh, yeah, Yosef. I don't know if this is like the main idea, but it seems like there is a theme of him trying to understand the system of tefillah. Yeah. Right. In the sense okay. that, like, he does mention that, like, the Rishayim don't understand the system of Ashkacha, right? right? Right, Like, he seems, and which is, like, of all the things you should say, like, not the Rishas is what they should be punished for, but, like, for their, for them not understanding the Ashkacha, right, that's what they should, you should, like, destroy them for. But it's strange because there's other, like, there is other knowledge Besides Ashkacha, right? There's yeah. right? And there's right. also other th- there's more major things you might say to punish them for. Right. Like denial of Yichudashem or actual doing things that are Rishas, right? Okay. So it seems like the type of Russia, right? It kind of shows you what the Russia is, though. Yeah. Right? It shows this is like, I'm like sidetracking now, but like it shows you that the Russia is someone who does not study like the metaphysics of Tfila. Right uh-huh. or uh, or in general, or in general, I don't right? Know but it's metaphysics. It's it's in that topic. Okay, so I'm gonna um uh uh if yours is on the, the track. Okay, so so I'm gonna um hopefully remember what you're gonna say. So uh first of all, to support what Yosef is saying with a side methodology point tucked in here, um we're not going to learn the Malbim uh this time at least, but um I did see something interesting in the Malbim when he talks about uh, who the enemies are, okay? Uh, this is not Bir Milos. I want Bir Inyan. So he says like this. Um, so uh, we'll read just the first uh, passage here. He says, Mizmor Zed Nisyaset Negepole Aven Asher Dabru Ito So this Mizmor was founded, uh, uh, established against the doers of iniquity who uh, speak duplicitously, you know, one thing in their mouth and one thing in their heart. Niru Kanche Atsaso Uvaseser Karu Alav. They seem like 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 men of David's counsel, but in secret, then they are plotting against him Ra. Venokshu Akharkaf. Uh, and they ensnare him. They're trying to ensnare him and to make him fall into their uh, their their hands. And Hashem uh, protected Shamro, um, I think, protected him 
and also protected Israel from uh, from him coming to blood. Okay, now here's the part I want to get to. Velohis buyer im hayazeb es shecharshu hazifim alav ra'a. It's not clear whether this is talking about the time when the zifim were plotting evil against him. Now, I don't remember. My big gap in my Tanakh knowledge is um, Nevim Rishonim, okay? Like, because I, I didn't have the Jewish childhood where you learn all that stuff. So I don't know what these uh, zifim are. Feel free, anyone, to jump in and like fill in the blanks if you know what this is. O anshe ki'ila. I also don't know, don't know who the Anshe Ki'ila are. Uh, o Neged Acherim Misonav, or his other enemies, Kmosheva Ben Bichri. I've heard that name, but I don't really know the, the details. Um, uh, uh, so so he's, in other words, he's saying it's not clear who the enemies are, but he says, here's the methodology point. Kiatfila Tuchal, he's parish, Neged Kol Ela Choshe Ra'a. You could explain the tefillah uh, for all of these guys. So it's interesting that he's mentioning specifics, but saying like it could fit into all of them. You know, you don't need to feel com- compelled to like, pin it down to one, as for example, the Sforno says, now I don't know where the Sforno gets this from. I don't see anything in the tefillah about this. And we're also not learning the Sforno here. Sforno says, you know, uh, oh, wait, did I not include it? Oh no, it's here. Yeah, wait. Right side on the first person. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it's here. I just thought that was part of the last one. Bazem mizmor hispala al kirabi misrael hayu mavazim also al avun basheva. He's saying that this is about people disparaging him for the sin of Bathsheba. I don't know where he sees that here, right? But why am I bringing this in other than methodology? Support for Yosef, which is why is he not criticizing Rashaim for like denying Yehud Hashem uh, or like being over the Vodazara? It's possible it's because those Rashaim that he's talking about were not deniers of Yehud Hashem and were not over the Vodazara, that they just had this issue with the Hashgachas Hashem. You know, which is why, like, I would take one small step back. I think you said the statement, Yosef, that, like, this is the definition of the Russia. So I would say it's not necessarily the definition of the Russia per se. It is the definition of these Russian, you know, because you could be a Russia for the other reasons you said. Yeah. No, that, that, that's what I was saying. I was saying that these okay. Russian must be. In, right. OK, good. In the- good. So I'm, I'm, I'm supporting what you're saying and saying that, like, practically speaking, it's possible these were all Jewish Rashaim that he was talking about, and that they they were lacking in in this area of the Hashgach um, Hashem. And now we just have to explain, like, you know, why is David invoking that? You know, I could see several reasons for 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 him invoking it. You know, um, but I, I think that's a really really solid first step. Yeah, David. A possible other thought also. Yeah. Um, in the Velamoshinian type of manner that. David doesn't necessarily know who's like, he mm. gets some understanding. Of this, but yeah. There seems to be also very much within this tough and this tough here. Yeah. Uh, a recognition that he doesn't actually know everything that's playing around yeah. behind the scenes. And now when he is in this state of struggle or needing help, that he's not assuming that he can do it on his own. Even uh, Mela yeah. cannot do it all. Okay. Time. And he needs to ask. That's really good. Not. So you know who says that? <laughs> the Malvin. <laughs> okay. Um, so the Malvin says, um, Ilecha Hashem Ekra, I call to you Hashem. Why? Ki neged ha'oyev ha'nistar against the hidden enemy, kasha yosher lehisham ramipanav. It's much more difficult to guard against him. Varak Hashem ha'yodeh nistaros hu rav lahoshia neged elah choshe ra'a b'seser. Hashem who knows the hidden things, he is the one who's abundant in salvation against those who plot evil. V'lachin tsuri al techrash mimeni. It's funny he doesn't explain what this means. Um, Okay, he just quotes the Pasuk, right? So he's saying, yeah, that's why he's turning to Hashem. Not that he wouldn't turn to Hashem uh, in other areas, but here 
only Hashem has the full picture. You know, let's say like you're going to war, okay? And like you are, you know, you know how many chariots your enemy has or whatever, right? So, and you you stole their battle plans. So you know the factors, you know, it, it, you're not going to appeal to the Yudea Nistaros. Uh, you know, you're going to appeal to the Ishmael but not the Yudea Nistaros. Here he's appealing to the Yudea Nistaros because of the duplicity. Yeah, Yosef? Uh, are you done with the Malbim yet or no? Uh, yeah, we weren't going to go on on that. <laughs> Unless okay. every other step um, is in the takes, takes us one more step in the Malbim, yeah. Okay, so I think I might have a theory on the park. Nice, go ahead. Okay, so I think it's that really this is like a a tefillah for his malchus. Okay, right, and you and I think and I think that basically he's asking for God to support his malchus, and the people don't recognize like that there is a certain hashgacha to the fact that God created a kingship, mm-hmm. right. Right. So maybe that's what he's recognizing and saying that they're deniers of, right? And saying because they deny that they should mm. be destroyed, and uh-huh. what he, and that's what he's davening for, and that's why he's referring to himself as Mashicho. He's also saying Hoshia Samachaber Es Nachlasecha. Ah, okay, good. Right, because it's really ultimately the king is for the Am. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In, in other words, the king is a function of the Am. Right. It, it's not specified. No, that's good. Completely, but yeah. Okay. That that th- those are are uh, those are all the steps that we had, uh, but you added one, and then we had one more that you didn't have. Okay. <laughs> Which is so let, let me just uh, I'll I'll, uh, I'll ease into it. Um, so the David here is not engaging in a personal tefillah. He's engaging in a tefillah as the Melech Israel, who exists for the sake of the people of Israel. Right. So. Um, so uh, and we see that, like you also pointed out, from what he says at the end. Which is oh that was another question which we said but we didn't write down why does he um, have another bakasha thrown in at the end mm-hmm. like this is in the hoda portion of it right um, so I, I think this is going to answer it also but like the reason why he's talking about the nation is because that's what he cares about and what uh, so this is an idea that so what Ken wanted to say is that that's what your day born and what is the name shalti in your day born if he's actually worried about dying. So then he is your debor. But what does Nimshati Kyor Debor mean? Maybe we can answer that based on what Yosef was saying. What would the mushal of those who descended pit be if David doesn't get this request? That is kingship and the whole, like everything that's happening around the Israel now is going to be Exactly. So the legacy, not the legacy, the legacy is the wrong word. The um the yeah, the the enterprise of the of the Malchus, whatever is going to be lost. In the sense that people who go down to the pit, there's no trace of them, right? Like it's just all wiped away, and then that's it. So David is saying, if these people who are trying to plot and take over the Mahus, if they get uh, their way, then I will end up without any of this Mahus Hashem. So the so it begins on that note and it ends on that note. And then what Yosef added, which I think is great, is the middle one, which is what makes this okay. So I I had a different take on it. So what Yosef said is. When it says they don't understand the Pulos Hashem and Masayadav, that's the Pulos Hashem and Masayadav in choosing David as king, right? And we know that that was something that was David faced extreme opposition for. Even I know that, and I don't really know Nuvim Rishonim, uh, that people were challenging his Malchus, right? I had a slightly different take, and mine is cooler, but it's also more speculative, okay? So, so like, I, 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 uh, I acknowledge that Yosef's might be the correct one here, is that here he is defining the 
um, the essence of what makes this uh, malchus and this am um, uh, what it is, which is that this is an am and a, a melech and an am and a malchus devoted to uh, to Yediyas Hashem, you know, and the fact that these people are willing to subvert that and to undermine it means that they don't have the same, the same value, you know, so they're not part of that value system at all. In other words, it'd be one thing if they, um, like, you can have, let's say, like, uh, like most politicians, okay? Well, I, I shouldn't say that. Let me back up again. Honorable politicians on both sides of the political spectrum, okay, both want what is good for America, but they have different ideas about what is good for America, right? And if you ask them, do you think that your opponent wants what's best for America? Like, again, I'm talking about like in, you know, well, let's, let's take, uh, okay, let's take, um, you know, uh, 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 John Adams and Thomas Jefferson, okay? They wanted what's good for America. They were clearly like vehemently disagreeing about how to bring that about, okay? But they both supported each other in the sense that like they supported the fact that like, you know, we have to come together to do what's best for America, you know? So, but David Mel is saying, no, these, if these guys were Yavin, Pula, Sashem, and they were dedicated to the same value system and, and it's just a question of who's going to be a better King. Okay, fine. I wouldn't ask to totally destroy them and like, like uh, not rebuild them. You know, may, maybe I need to do Chuva, maybe whatever, but these guys are not even in the same value system. And that's why they should, they, they're, they're, they, they should be utterly destroyed. Okay. So I, I think the reason why I'm going in my way is I think it, my way fits in better with the words lo yavinu el pula sashem el masa yadav, because that's the lashon that is used when we talk about contemplating like the laws of nature uh, and, and like hashgacha. Yosef fits in better with the Indian, which is the fact that David's kingship is in danger. Yeah, Yosef. Um, but I, I do think mine actually fits with that least. I'm saying really is that there is a certain hashgacha to that picking. In other yeah. words, the fact that David was king was a demonstration of the system of Malchus, right? right. Which shows that, which I'm saying is the system of Ashkacha that it's discussing. Right, uh, but what that, I, that it's about. Right, but I, I, I you're not saying that, the, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying, yeah. In other words, you're saying that it fits into the, uh, uh, the parak, meaning that, 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 that the, they're not recognizing David's, so how are they not Yavinu El Pula Sashem? Because they're not acknowledging David's selection as Pula Sashem. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah they're okay, not. Good. And and that's the shkach they're denying is that system of kingship. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is that that detail in kingship. Really. Yeah. So my question for you would be, and I, there's no way for us to answer this without going through a, a huge search, is Masa Yadav. I understand that when you're talking about Hashem to mean his creations. And same thing with Pulas Hashem. So the question would be, would something like the choosing of David or the making him into king be called or not for our purposes i'm willing to say to say that that's definitely a possibility i'm just wondering about that because that's what kind of shifted me in my direction yeah orin uh i think i i think i have a different approach than both of yours sure I think. um so i'm agreeing with, with with everything that i think that like the situation or the context is is like some sort of political subterfuge where people are trying to or people are lying to david and they're trying to uh, sway him to to do things and and he doesn't know like what's you know who's right who's wrong i'm envisioning it like very similar to to esther like i'm imagining him being like office 
right after um, Esther like talks to him and then he goes out into the garden or whatever. And he's yeah. like, what's going on? Like, I feel like this is that moment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, and then he comes back in and then right, he, he was betrayed. Oh, and then, was... Yeah. And then he sees Haman with us uh, like, well, where he sees Haman who he thinks is raping Esther. And then that's yeah. the second half yeah. where he's like, Oh, now I know what's going on. Right. And then, thank God. So yeah. I think, I think um, Pasuk K is yeah. about is that is that the reason why these people who are trying to lie to me be the king? They're yeah. doing this because they don't understand that that like there's a mita connected mita that and that they're going to be punished for doing this. They don't they don't realize that they yeah. think that they can just kind of get away with it and and yeah you know, get do away, get whatever selfish needs they want. Yeah, um, and so that's why they're doing it. But really, you know, what goes around comes around, and and God is gonna he's going to punish them and then, and then they get punished. Yeah. And then, then the flip is then, and then all of these praises, I, I want to say all relate to that kind of idea where it's like in God, my heart was secure. Meaning I, 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 I have, I have full faith that the truth will come to light and that, you know, the bad people will be revealed to be bad and I'll know what's, what's going on. And God is my strength in that sense that, that God will show you, um, you know, what's what basically. Yeah. Okay, good. So I'm, I'm smiling and laughing because I'm really eating my words tonight. You know who says this? The Malvin. <laughs> um, so he says uh, that give them according to their actions for they do not contemplate the work of Hashem. Right? Hashem is, uh, Dove is asking to pay them back. Just as they spoke to me you know, they said one thing and they thought another. Viratu laharososi, and they want to destroy me. In a way where I don't know what they're involved in. Okay, It's a little weird. So to Hashem should speak to them, uh, one in the mouth and one in in, in the mind. Um, they uh, because they don't contemplate Hashem's actions and his his handiwork. They think that Hashem is working to build them. Um, uh, oh, actually, sorry, this is half me. What, what, what you were saying, Oren, but then there's someone else who says the other half. But in reality, he's working to destroy them and to not to rebuild them. That is a punishment uh, in accordance with their actions. They don't know how to uh, guard themselves uh, from Hashem. Just like I don't know how to guard myself with them. So he's trying to make like a strict parallelism. But there's someone else who says, what you said uh, for the second half about like, hold on, who says this? Uh, I did not see this recently, which means it's probably the Malvin, the Miri. I mean, um, Miri, Loya Vino, Rutzlum or Loya Vino. Where are we? Hey, yo, some Derek Gmul, yeah, Derek Gmulva Onesh, Mitzat Hashkahasuisala, of all Yehashu Hakol Mikre. I don't know if that's the one I was thinking of, but he's saying that they think that everything is under chance. They think that, so therefore they think they can get away with it. They don't realize that God is going to fight back uh, when you threaten his Mashiach. Um, yeah. So that, and you know, let me see, does the Radak also take it that way? Um, no, no, Radak takes a completely different direction. Um, yeah. So what do we, let's just summarize what we have here. So we have, so I think what we're all saying is we're all saying that this is about David 
trying to protect the interests of the um and that also is by the way why i think he characterizes them as oh I, I, this is where ken got it from this is why ken said legacy uh is nahalasaha this is god's nahala you know but i'm the custodian of it because i'm the one who's like in charge of it and if these guys get their um their uh, their way then just like a person who dies goes to the grave and doesn't take his nahala you know his nahala is, is gone it belongs to someone else so too with hashem's nahala um, so we're, we're all agreeing that W cares about the um, and we're all agreeing that the, and that's how he's appealing to Hashem, and we're all agreeing that these Rashaim are using dupl- duplicity to try to thwart that. But the question is, what is he saying when he says, So Yosef is saying that he's saying that these Rashaim, W is saying that these Rashaim are not acknowledging that the selection of David as king is Hashgacha. They're trying to deny that this is proceeding according to the Hashgacha, or even worse, they're knowing that it's the Hashgacha and they're going against it. Okay, I, I think it could be either one. Um, or what I'm saying is that they don't share the value system of what this Malchus is all about, and therefore they don't deserve any mercy, you know, because uh, they're trying to, if they were, again, if they're trying to d- destroy it and rebuild it better, in line with what it's supposed to be, okay, fine. Then I'm the one who needs to like change and, and examine myself. But no, like they're trying to, they're, they don't care about that at all. And then Oren's way is, is he's giving a reason. It kind of like, like overlaps with the uh, Yosef's as well, but just with a different emphasis. They think they can get away with it because they think they, 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 uh, they are, are denying or are unaware of Mita Kanega Mita, you know, and that's why he's asking them for Mita Kanega Mita. Yeah. Okay. This is good. This is good. So, um, one thing I just want to take away for, for the what of it question before we forget here is, and this is not unique to this parak, but like, you know, whenever you are davening, you should always try to, as genuinely as possible, to frame your bakasha in the value system of Hashem. And I think we've talked about this like before, which is that, you know, you don't want to lie because God does not like liars, okay, right? In other words, the goal is to ask for what you want, but and be genuine, but to frame it to like level it up to be in Hashem's value system, you know. So, like, like uh example of this. I mean, the, the jury duty example is the big one, but like, you know, you can you can read that. Um, the other example is um I knew someone who was in yeshiva and uh they this is, I don't know which addictive game it was. It was some addictive game uh, that, on their phone, you know, that they had. And this is someone who ordinarily was involved in learning, but they just had to beat the game, you know? So like, and, and it was like detracting from like their ability to like learn, you know? So they said like in their tefillah, help me to beat the game so that I can like get rid of this distraction, you know? So what you're doing is you're not saying like, you know, like, it is a like you really want to beat the game because you want to beat the game, right? But there is a reality to the fact that you know that if you do this, then it's going to help you to get rid of your distractions. So, like that would be a good way to frame it, you know. So, if you are asking for your enemies to be destroyed, then put it in terms of Hashem's value system. And what that's going to do is it's going to result in the actual his palel of self-reflection. Because let's say you are, let, let's say we are in a um uh like. Okay, let's say you are a, a, a businessman, okay, 
And you've got some competitors who are like engaging in dirty tactics to try to like bring you down. Right. Um, so if you say the equivalent to this line, Hashem destroy these people because they don't contemplate the works of Hashem. It should cause you to reflect on yourself and say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Am I really any better than these people? Like, is that what I'm working for? You know? And it, 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 the whole purpose of the feel is to cause you to change yourself, right? So like framing it this way could be a, a way to prompt you to become more worthy of your tefillah being answered. So like it, it, it's good tefillah strategy in terms of how you formulate it, but even better in terms of like the impact that the tefillah has on you. Okay, so I think that's, so can we state the main idea then that combines what I just said, like the derif that David is taking with the content in a nice takeaway package. Can we say this in like a one sentence thing? Like what is the main idea of this tefillah? Um, Cause then I'll be happy. Like maybe let's put it this way. What is David doing in this tefillah? And then what's our takeaway? Let's just put it in terms of the question one of Adler and question four. Uh, David's, David is davening for the Midas Adin on the people, I mean, on the mistake in Hashkacha so that the Am can be preserved. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right, that's good. Good. And that's, again, I, like the, that's like the content. Yeah, that's good. And then the take. Uh, you combine them, it's tough. Yeah, it is tough. And I'm just going to add, just go ahead and say this explicitly, that this is why he follows through with another Bakasha, because it's, you know, what would happen if David just asked to destroy the enemies, right? So it would be a little bit of a lack in the, I, I don't want to call it a lack in follow through, but that's how it would express itself. Like, wouldn't, if David really cares about the nation, he's also going to ask Hashem to save the people and bless them and care for them in general. So like it is appropriate to end off with a bakasha for the sake of the nation, even though he got the particular he was he was uh he was looking at also then to what you're saying of like how to particularly like frame your bakasha then of like like the another guy in Israel, like keeping the end goal there in mind. Yeah, so like you're like keeping the end goal of why is he asking for this altogether? Yeah, I oh, think that's right. good. And I, I think the, that is essential an essential part of the idea because it's the half, right? That um that the first half is showing how to ask, but then the second half shows how you should, by showing how David Hamelech reacted afterwards by saying like he trusted in God and he's acknowledging Hashem as the source of blessing and he's asking for uh, his continued assistance, then um, then that shows what you should have in mind like from the get-go, you know, like keeping the end in mind. It's kind of like that thing in Tehillim. No, sorry, of course, Tehillim. It's like, kind of like thing in Halal of the um, setting up what you're going to do when Hashem saves you from the situation, mm-hmm. you know, in, I forget that's like 118 or something like that, because um, uh, when you get what you want, there's the danger that you're going to fall into a Kofi Yadi mode or a danger that you're going to like take it for granted, you know? Uh, and so setting up mechanisms of how am I going to thank God if he gives me what I want and planning that ahead of time before you get what you want is a good safeguard against those uh, negative uh, uh, emotions. Um, okay. I, so, so so that's the takeaway. The takeaway is to frame your, first of all, to frame this as a tachanunim and to frame it in Hashem's value system, even when asking for me to uh, against your enemies, uh, 
and also I think based, more based on my idea to make sure that you're not <laughs> in the same category as your enemies, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like if you have to be prepared to say, destroy them, and if you are in that category, then you can't have that feel, you know, uh, like then that, that's just hypocrisy because then you're essentially asking for God to destroy you also, you know, I wouldn't say you can't have it. I'd say you shouldn't be misfollowed in that way. Okay, so let me give you a sneak peek of the Radak, and you tell me whether we should devote one more day to this. Um, and I was just astonished when I saw this Radak. Uh, he, 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 he conveniently tells us at the very outset what the whole parak is about. So thank you, Radak. He says, L'david elecha Hashem ekra. Gamzem is more, um, oh, a lot of people, Mepharshim said this, this next point. Okay, so this Mizmor is the same subject as the one before it. You know what the one before it is? Is the one that... Um, that the minhag is to say between uh, uh, on Elul through um, oh. uh, Hashem, um, or, or, yeah, 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 that's the one before this. So when, when we were, you know, picking this on uh, to learn on Yom Tov, so many of the said, oh, this is the same idea as the one before it. And we were like, oh, we didn't learn the one before it. So we'll add that to the list maybe to learn for next year because um, it's closer to when we actually have the Minog to say it. So what is it? He's asking God to grant his request to basically like, like uh, give him reprieve from involvement in the world. And to give him the freedom to be involved in the needs of his soul. Which is serving God. And through this, it will atone for his iniquities that he transgressed. And his soul will come close to God. So the Radak is learning this, that this is all about David saying, like, Hashem, get these guys out of my face so I can be involved in my own Avodos Hashem. Not for the nation. Okay, even though he does throw in the thing in the nation at the end. Okay. So, um, yeah, Yosef. Isn't David's avodah Hashem as a melech? Like, isn't that part of his avoda? So I'll give you another sneak peek. <laughs> uh, um, when he says in the Kilo Yavino, Kilo Yavino, Enam is asking b'avodah Sakel. They are not involved in avodah Hashem. The Enam nosnim libam lahavin. They don't devote their minds to understand. Kiim b'havle haolam. Sorry, they only devote their minds to understand the havle haolam, like you know temporal matters. Shehem ischakim umavina olam. That's what they like spend their chachma and their vina in. Kamosh amar hanavi, like the navi says, chachmas hema chachamim hema lahera lahetiv lo yadu. They are chachamim for evil and they don't know how to do good. The uh, the contemplation and the uh, it's here he's talking about our hashgacha on God, on God's actions, right? Our paying attention to God's actions is part of avodas Hashem. He namely to understand science and and God's creations so masiyada bashamayim of art and the work of his hands in heaven and on earth umishami's bonin koach mas elokim and from there you will contemplate the the handiwork of God v'sheha kol miito and that everything comes from him v'hi hasiba harishona and he is the first cause v'chein amru rabbeinu zal that's what Chazal how Chazal interpreted this passage in Shayahu the espole Hashem lo yabitu umasiyada lo rau the the activity of Hashem they do not look at and the, his handiwork they do not see. These are people who do not think about astronomy, uh, uh, like the um, the tukufas and mazalas about astronomy. Okay, so he 
he's learning the Avodah Hashem that we're talking about here as Yediyas Hashem in order to understand uh, God as the first cause, you know? So you're right that part of Avodah Hashem is the, uh, is being king, but that's not what he's talking about here. Yeah. <laughs> so should we, um, should we, uh, would we be interested in devoting another, I mean, no, you're not going to be here, right? Um, but I would go, yeah. you would go, yes. I don't know if you guys are planning to be here on Tuesday or a short day, but um, any, any feelings? If you were here, would you want to uh, spend another day on this or start a new one? I, I'd be down to do it, um, but I don't know if I'm going to be here on Tuesday. Okay, fine. Just... Fair enough. I feel like the reason why I want to do it is I feel like it's more relatable. I've never been king of Am Yisrael. You know, so like I can apply the ideas, but like I have been distracted by people who are like, like taking me away from being involved in like learning, you know, so like I feel like this would be more practical uh, for us. Okay, so let's aim to learn the redoc next time. Uh, and, uh, and maybe I'll, I'll assess it and see if, uh, if we have to even do all of it or if we just have to do key parts and just like put it together. And I have a feeling if we review this next time, every time we review, we come up with new ideas. So, so we'll see what happens. Okay. Have a good night. Thanks for coming. Bye. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewas at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.